Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. Hello. Testing. One, two, three. Starting your day the right way. It just really gets me going in the morning. Good morning to you. All right. It's the morning pickup with Sophie and Jeff on Pure Country 94. Good morning. Sophie is a part-time worker these days. No, she's off again uh, just for a bit of a long weekend. She told you yesterday she's off to a wedding for the first time with her boyfriend, Ryan. So there you go. Good luck. Weddings. Weddings. The first wedding you go to with your um, significant other is always interesting. (laughs) Anyway, I hope they have a good time. Uh, Travel safely. Coming up, we're going to talk about three things. Boosters for everybody coming your way. Uh, What we bought on Prime Day. And Top Gun is like making so much money, it's crazy. A little later on this hour, going to give you tickets to Dean Brody. That's coming up as well. And the table manners we don't follow. That's all happening this hour. You ready for this? Oh, I'm very ready. Jeff's three things. Starting, as always, with thing one, Ontario is expanding eligibility for second COVID-19 booster vaccines to all adults this week, targeting high-risk individuals amid a growing seventh wave of the virus. That's what uh, the government's saying. You can get your fourth dose if you're over 18, anyone who wants to. Uh, I don't know if they know, but most people I know don't have their third. (laughs) We're talking fourth. Yeah, go ahead and get your fourth. Oh, um, Kieran Moore did say that if you uh, feel that you need it, if you are, you know, medically, um, you have some issues or you're older, that he would recommend it. And it, it was a personal choice. So that's a very different language coming from the government. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway, you can get your fourth dose um, sudden in the neck, if, as long as you've waited three months after a COVID-19 uh, infection, I guess. So I don't know where you get it yet, but... They're coming. Uh, coming up at number two, thing number two, Amazon Prime Day is over. Here's what we bought. The top purchases in the last two days were Amazon Fire Sticks, Echo Dots, Amazon Gift Card Reloads. So all kinds of Amazon products. Um, the top five products we bought for household essentials, health and beauty stuff, electronic clothes, home and garden products. We spent around 130 bucks per household, but I think that Prime Day is going to be soft this year considering... How uh, little money everybody has. I don't know if they know. Like, we don't have any money. So, like, you can have a prime day, but we all not going to come to it. I bought nothing. I don't know about you. And finally, thing three. Top Gun Maverick has earned $601 million domestically. That makes it the 12th biggest earner ever at the U.S. box office. By the way, it uh, took over Titanic as Paramount's biggest hit in North America worldwide. Maverick has raked nearly $1.2 billion worldwide. Think about that. That is a crazy payday for Tom Cruise. (laughs) No doubt about it. And that is what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. August 12th, Russell Fair, Dean Brody is performing. I want you to be there with a pair of tickets. Text me at 94-94-94. Standard rates apply. And if I call you back, we're going to do a draw. If I call you back, you win Dean Brody tickets, okay? August 12th is not far away. Less than a month away now for the Russell Fair to see Dean Brody. Text to win. 94, 94, 94. Just text the word Dean and your first and last name, okay? Dean and the, your first and last name at 94, 94, 94. Good luck. Hello? Hi, can I speak with Jennifer Johansson, please? 
speaking. Jennifer, Jeff Hopper from Pure Country 94. Woohoo! You texted me because you want to go see Dean Brody August 12th at the Russell Fair? Yes. And I drew your name. You're going. Woohoo! Thank you. All right, who are you going to take? Uh, probably my boyfriend. Oh, well, if he's good, right? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Ottawa's Morning Pickup with Sophie and Jeff. The podcast. The podcast. We all learned our uh, table manners. Well, a lot of us learned our table manners when we were a kid. Some of us clearly did not. I mean, I'm around you. I see you. <laughs> but we break a lot of those rules as an adult. And I want to take you through some of the ones that you've forgotten about that you're breaking. And maybe you want to rethink about how you do this. All right. Especially when you're out with other people. These are things that have become automatic to you. You're breaking these rules and you don't even notice it. But people around you at the table are like, okay, bro. I say bro because I'm sexist. It's mostly guys. Um, I've decided. Okay. Eating before everyone else starts. This is a bro move in a big way. Uh, so, yeah. Don't do it. So your food arrives, arrives first at a restaurant. You sit down before everyone else at home. It's either way. It's polite to wait. Like, you know, let's all eat at the same time. My family has this weird thing. Well, not weird. A nice thing, I like to think. Where we say, we wait till we all have our meals, and then we say bon appetit, and then everybody eats. Okay, great. Using your phone at the table, a ton of adults do it, even though we don't tell our kids not to. That's a rule we break at the table. Other table manners that we totally ignore. Cutting up all your food at once before you start eating. That's just, dude, that's weird. Like something you do for a five-year-old. For yourself, it also makes you eat faster, by the way. And, you know, we know that allowing yourself to slow down is actually a good way to take in fewer calories. Um, and this one is interesting on the table manners that, uh, r- rules that adults break hogging the conversation. It's really rude no matter where you are, but people do it during meals a lot. It also makes you eat slower. So you're the last to finish. So it does slow you down <laughs> using, uh, the bread to clean your plate. Like it's an edible sponge. That is not something you can do that at home if you want. That's all fine and get the gravy or whatever. But like when you're out at a restaurant, that's not something that's going to pass. And finally, of the six table manners that even adults break, number six is a little known one, but was hammered into me as a kid. No elbows on the table. Old school rule. And uh, to this day, I feel like a rebel whenever I put my elbows on the table. (laughs) So maybe you're breaking some of these. I think the worst one there is probably eating before everyone else starts. It's like number one on the list. I, I That's just hard for me to see someone do it. I'm like, okay, after you, I guess. Sure, fine, all right. Um, but, you know, who knows? Do, do you change your manners depending on where you are? Like if you're at McDonald's, you have no manners, and then if you go to a restaurant that has tablecloths, <laughs> that's when you suddenly start enacting the manners. I don't know how you keep all that straight anyway. Just a little, a little tidbit, a little FYI for you. Just watch your manners. Useless question of the day with the morning pickup. I would love to hook you up with $100 in Lotto 649 vouchers. If you know the answer to today's useless question, here it is. 25% of delivery drivers have done this while working. 949494. Text uh, us if you know the answer. Standard rate supply. 613 750 9494. I wonder if this will go quickly and I won't even get to the phones. <laughs> 25% of delivery drivers have done this while working. 94, 94, 94, or 613 If you text standard rate supply, just like texting a friend. If you have a plan, you're good. Okay, one more time with the useless question. 25% of delivery drivers have done this while working. Good luck. 
Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. The useless question today. 25% of delivery drivers have done this while working. And some good answers in text. Nap. Tried the food. <laughs> Open a parcel is interesting. Um, there are different types of delivery drivers, right? I, I always, I just assume package delivery, but actually it could be anybody. Napped in their car. Pee outside. We've heard about Amazon horror stories where they have to like pee in a bottle. That was a big uh, answer as well. Uh, smoking. Listen to podcasts or music, says Sean. I would hope so. But pretty quickly, we got the right answer. And this one from Rachel. She goes by one name, like Ellen, Oprah, Cher. Uh, Rachel got it right. 25% of delivery drivers have hooked up in the truck while working. So this looks like it is package delivery. Um, yeah, really? One in four delivery drivers have hooked up while in the truck? That is wild. I don't know if it was someone they knew or someone they brought a delivery to. It's unclear at this point. Um, some drivers also admitted to other bad behavior, like intentionally damaging packages. 23%. That's almost one in four. Marking a package as delivered when it wasn't. We know that's happened. You know, and they don't knock on the door. They're like, oh, yeah, I tried. And they just put the sticker on the door. What's that about? Opening and resealing packages is in here. Peeing in bottles in the truck is 10%. And peeing on or around a customer's house is on there, too. So you guys were all correct. Drivers also talked about why they get upset at customers. Uh, bad tips was number one. <laughs> if your dog barks at them, they hate that. If your neighbors are rude or your home or front door is difficult to get to and your neighborhood just feels unsafe all around. They're not happy, delivery drivers. So there you go. Congratulations, Rachel. You got a $100 voucher for Lotto 649. Good luck. We'll do the useless question again tomorrow. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. It's a Therapy Thursday. It is up on our Facebook page and Twitter as well. Check it out and see if you agree. Is sleeping in separate bedrooms the beginning of the end or not? Is this some radical new therapy? Welcome to Therapy Thursdays with the morning pickup. I think we're going to get a lot of advice from people who are living this life right now from today's Therapy Thursday. Hi, Sophie and Jeff. My husband and I are sleeping separately now because I was keeping him awake at night. I toss and turn a lot and suffer from restless leg syndrome, but sleep separately? He says he feels great in the morning. It just feels so wrong to watch TV curled up together on the couch, and then we head for separate rooms. And on nights when we want to have a little intimacy, it's great, and then he heads for his room. I feel like I'm back in university sneaking guys into the dorms feel like we'll lose closeness and intimacy over time have other people run into this situation and did it harm their relationship i want my husband back not a roomie signed king size for no one sense of humor there king size for no one so just is obviously uh he is sleeping much better now she says it right there he says he feels great in the morning now okay are you going through this is this happening in your house and is this okay um is it working out or is this the beginning of the end? That's really what we're asking today. And already some responses on Facebook. I figured there will be a lot of people who, who chime in on this. I, I just, you know, a lot of people, I think, uh, live this life all the time. Jeff says, lots of couples sleep separately because of this. Maybe you could see some doctors about improving your sleep habits or take it for what it is and realize you'll both wake up more refreshed. As long as the love is there, I see no issue. Heck, I'd take cuddling on the couch these days. Okay, good. Kim says, many couples do sleep, uh, sleep separately due to various numbers of reasons. Perhaps try to do more things together so you don't lose the extra closeness you fear you'll lose. Sleeping in the same bed shouldn't be your only form of closeness or intimacy. 
That's interesting. A text has come in, fired in. Absolutely not. Intimacy isn't based on the bed you sleep in at the end of the day. Good sleep is key. No one communicates uh, well when they're tired. And have you tried sleeping beside someone with a CPAP? <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, here's the deal. Um, there's a there's a thing going on right now. It's actually a trend. This is not even... Uh, you're not even odd. There's something called sleep divorces, and they went like gangbusters in the pandemic. A lot of people just left the bedroom and went to the spare bedroom and are now sleeping separately and say it's, they're better for it. So I don't know how the pandemic forced all these things to happen, but uh, I guess people were tired of being tired and decided to sleep separately. Now, I'm interested to know like, if anyone's had this happen where you were sleeping in separate bedrooms and it went down the bad path or, you know, it, it, it did, I guess it matters why you're sleeping separately, right? Let me know. What's your advice for king size for no one? <laughs> Such a good name. Sleeping in a king size bed. Well, at least you can sleep in any direction you want, right? All right. They're sleeping separately because she uh, has some sleep issues and, and he is resting better now in the spare bedroom. So... Is this a big deal? She needs the advice. Let us know on our socials. It's a therapy Thursday. Sleeping in separate beds. Is it a big deal or no? Hi, Sophie and Jeff. My husband and I are sleeping separately now because I was keeping him awake at night. I toss and turn a lot and suffer from restless leg syndrome, but sleep separately? He says he feels great in the morning. It just feels so wrong to watch TV curled up together on the couch, and then we head for separate rooms. And on nights when we want to have a little intimacy, it's great. And then he heads for his room. I feel like I'm back in university sneaking guys into the dorms. <laughs> I feel like we'll lose closeness and intimacy over time. Have other people run into this situation and did it harm their relationship? I want my husband back, not a roomie. Signed, king size for no one. <laughs> king size for no one. That's really funny. Okay. So, uh, a lot of advice out here. Um, Corey on Facebook saying, what everyone else does is irrelevant. If you don't like it, talk to him about it and come up with a solution that works best for the two of you. Marla says, you're not alone. If I were you, I would speak to your doctor about ways you can improve your sleep or attend a sleep clinic. In text, this is cute. My 80-something-year-old colleague has had a separate bedroom from his wife for the last 30 years. They're still happily married. The way he talks about her melts my heart. They just decided it's what works best for them. He moved around too much in his sleep and kept his wife awake most of the night. This was their solution. Sleeping separately doesn't have to be a bad thing. That's cute. All right. And then this text. We started sleeping separately when my husband had surgery and I was afraid to move and hurt him. I cried every night for the first week. Four years later, we happily sleep in separate beds and are happier and our relationship is better for it. Okay. So all four, the sleeping separately pretty much. But here's my thing. Okay. And this is my worry about sleeping separately. This is my own personal worry about it. So you're on the couch and things get a little frisky, yes, and then he goes back to his room. So things have to start there, right? Like, there's no time for, like, you're both in bed and then, you you know, you get the look. <laughs> the look and then it's on, right? And, like, that spontaneity, is, I feel like, is something that can only happen in bed. Like, you're like, okay, a little a leg brushes somebody in just the right way and it all starts up. So that I just, I worry that that, it, it disappears and then yes that's where i think or worry i shouldn't say think because i've this is not a thing that's happening for me but when you sleep separately i worry that those moments uh those opportunities will become fewer and then of course yes you're you you end up with a, a less intimate situation maybe i'm i'm way out to lunch but let us know uh, if you have had this happen or if this situation um 
is not all positive. I don't know. So far, everyone's saying it's not a big deal. Like, chill. Enjoy the restful sleep and don't worry about intimacy. It's not going to be a problem. If you think that's true, let me know. It's 94, 94, 94. If you disagree, 94, 94, 94. We take all comers here on our Facebook and Twitter as well on this Therapy Thursday. Selfie and Jeff, the podcast. It's a Therapy Thursday and our emailer today is king size for no one. Calls herself that because her husband has moved to the spare bedroom to sleep from now on because she's a restless sleeper. She's worried that she'll lose their intimacy and harm the relationship. So is that the case? Is that something that you think could happen? She wants your advice. She wants to know, is this all right? Is this happening with other people? Is uh, is everything okay? Or did it lead to ruin? Okay. Cher on uh, Facebook says, a king with a split mattress is a great option to stay in the same room without the annoyance of the other person's movements. Yeah, Lisa Ann jumping on and saying, maybe he gets, maybe get two beds in the same room. So that, look, we're coming up with solutions. People saying, can you get two queens in there? <laughs> um, someone else saying, a weighted blanket. I'm not sure a weighted blanket replaces a human. <laughs> but it might be half a human. So this is, good morning. This is a text that says, I would not like to sleep separate either. And I know my husband would not. What about sleeping separately during the weekend together on weekends trying to sort of split the difference? I like that. That's a good... Look, we're coming up with solutions. Maybe you float that idea. Has anybody uh, ever had a relationship slowly fall apart because of separate bedrooms? Or at least you think that was a contributing factor? I'd like to know. Or maybe that's just not a thing and it's just a worry that's not based in reality in any way. All right. Maybe I've been worried all these years for nothing. I could have been having beautiful sleeps in my own bed. No. All right. Uh, text us at 949494 on this Therapy Thursday. Or get on our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and let us know. What about sleeping separately? Is it a big deal or is it all good? Get in the combo. Pure Country 94's $1,000 Minute. Fred Bailey's ready to play the $1,000 Minute. That's what I'm getting from you, right? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> let's try. All right. Let's do it. Uh, it's always a tough one, but... Uh, especially when you're under the gun. You ever play this game on your own and do really well, uh, not on the radio? Uh, yeah, in the car all the time. Yeah, that's what I, every time I run into someone, like at Blue's Fest, they're like, oh, I could I could do 10 out of 10 every time. We'll find well, out. Fred? I have never done 10, in the 10 out of 10. Okay, well, well, we'll find out if today's your day. Maybe this is it. 10, quest- 10 questions, one minute. You only have 60 seconds. you got to get them all correct to get the 1,000. If you don't get them all correct in that time, it's 10 bucks for everyone you do get right. And if you don't know something, you can pass, and we'll come back to it. But only if there's time. Remember, Fred, the first thing you say is the answer I have to accept. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's play your $1,000 minute in 3, 2, 1. What does NBA stand for? National Basketball Association. What band is Natalie Maines in? Uh, Dixie Jakes. Uh What country does Isaac Herzog lead? Uh, Ukraine. This water sport involves riding a wave behind a boat without a rope. Um, kick surfing, I think it's called. What does the OC and OC Transpost stand for? Uh, Ottawa Carlton. If you take a test with 50 questions and get 80%, how many did you get right? Uh, 20, 24. <laughs> what is the unit of measurement used for diamonds? Uh, carrots. On what part of a home would you typically find a valance? 
above a window. If a whiskey is 80 proof, what percentage is the alcohol? 40%. Where is Kathmandu? Uh, Louisiana. All right. Barely got it in. <laughs> All right. Let's go through. It's not, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Uh, I did horrible. Oh, I know no, I didn't no. get 10. I know I didn't get 10. It's not 10. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. But let's go I, through I guessed, it. I guessed the Dixie Chicks. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised. Okay. What does NBA stand for? National Basketball Association. Fred, one for one. What band is Natalie Maines in? You said the Dixie Chicks. I'll take it. It's the Chicks now. They dropped the Dixie, but it's the band. We know oh, you knew. Yeah, okay. We know you knew. So that's 20 bucks right there. What country does Isaac Herzog lead? He's the president of Israel. That was a very tough oh. one. Uh, this water sport involves riding a wave behind a boat without a rope. You said kick surfing. Close. It's wake surfing. What does the OC and OC Transpo stand for? You knew it was Ottawa Carlton. If you take a test with 50 questions and get 80%, how many did you get right? You said 24. You would have failed that test. Uh, it's 40 questions right. 40. <laughs> what is the unit of measurement used for diamonds? Carrots is right. On what part of a home would you typically find a valance? Window is right. That's a tough question. Good one. If a whiskey is 80 proof, what percentage is the alcohol? Attaboy, Fred. 40% is correct. <laughs> if I got that wrong, I'd be disappointed. Well, you know, a young man has to know the world before he goes into it. Anyway, where is Kathmandu? Um, I don't know where you said. What did you, oh, you you jumped in at the last minute there uh, with the wrong Louisiana. Answer. Louisiana. No, it's Nepal. Nepal. The country okay, there Nepal. you go. 60 bucks. That's not bad, Fred. A very tough hey. one today. Very tough. Excellent. Case of beer. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Listen for your next chance to win $1,000 with the $1,000 Minute. Tomorrow morning at 8 on The Morning Pickup. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Thing one, Netflix announced yesterday they're definitely rolling out an ad-supported subscription plan. And for some reason, they're teaming up teaming up with Microsoft to do it. Okay, whatever. But um, th- it's not clear whether or not the ad-supported subscription plan will be separate and cheaper than the one we're doing now that has no ads. Or if they're just going to roll ads out into our plan as is. Because that'll be the last day I have Netflix. I don't know about you. But... Bye-bye. Um, yeah. When Look, when there's there's a lot, a lot of competition out there for Netflix. I mean, I can't say enough about Crave. I, it's unbelievably good. Um, I Prime as well, the, the bonuses you get with Prime, is not as good as uh, Crave, I wouldn't say. But, also, you know, then Disney Plus and Apple are killing it. So good luck to Netflix on this one. Thing two. A contestant on the Netflix reality show Love is Blind says contestants are fed alcohol and deprived of water, food, and sleep and are paid less than minimum wage. He filed a class action lawsuit against the show, wants the other contestants to join in. Love is Blind mistreating their contestants? Question mark? Remains to be seen. That's just one take on it. It's alleged by one contestant so far. We'll see if anybody else signs up for that class action lawsuit. Thing three. Yes. A judge has rejected Amber Heard's request for a new trial, and she lost to Johnny Depp in court. Again, he didn't even have to show up this time. (laughs) Maybe now she and her legal team will just go away and leave it alone. Who knows? That's what you need to know. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Is this some radical new therapy? Welcome to Therapy Thursdays with the Morning Pickup. Well, today's Therapy Thursday. We'll go through it really quickly. Uh, Hi, Sophie and Jeff. My husband and I sleep separately now because I was keeping him awake at night. I have restless leg syndrome and other things. Uh, He says he feels great in the morning now. 
Just feels so wrong to watch TV curled up together on the couch, and then we head for separate rooms. And on nights when we want to have a little intimacy, it's great. Then he heads for his room. I feel like I'm back in uni, sneaking guys into the dorms. I feel like we'll lose closeness and intimacy over time. Have other people run into this situation, and did it harm their relationship? I want my husband back, not a roomie. Signed, king size for no one. <laughs> okay, that is the dilemma today. I entered at uh, purecountry94.ca. Okay. So we've got some text. Unfortunately, there are negative effects to sleeping in separate bedrooms when you're married. It's called the roommate effect, and that's exactly how it feels. You are just just that, like your roommates, sometimes with benefits. <laughs> spend the night or two in separate beds, but don't spend more than that apart. It just creates so much space in the relationship. And yes, Jeff, you're right. All the spontaneity of laying in the same bed together completely diminishes. I spent most of my, young, my youngest daughter's first years in a separate bed. I'm more than happy now to be back in the same bed as my wife. Uh, signed Anonymous. I was just wondering if that's what happened, because that's what I imagine happening. I don't have any experience with that, but like, I, w- I would worry about it. That would be my big worry about it. Um... This person's like, yeah, so because I made fun of a weighted blanket replacing a person, but a per- this person's fired back. A weighted blanket would be helpful for the restless nights to replace a human. It's true. I've never tried a weightless blanket. I'll just, full disclosure, I was just uh, talking smack. Uh, this person says, I think it's what people make of it. Since I broke my back, I don't sleep well at all. If I stayed in bed, surely uh, my husband would wake up tired and cranky, understandably so. Intimacy begins with the look, and that can happen anywhere. I like that. I like that. That's a good take. All right, uh, to Facebook we go. Dana saying, it's your life and your marriage, so propose a new setup if this one isn't working for you, i.e. two beds in the same room, or California King might be a good compromise. Van says, me and my partner sleep in different beds, and it did not affect our intimacy. I think that constantly being tired and irritated have much bigger impacts on intimacy than two separate beds. It's an adjustment for sure, but I'm sure you'll got, you guys will find your way. All right, all right, lots of good advice. Always so good. You guys are awesome. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. It's a Therapy Thursday, and our emailer today, King Sized for No One. Very funny. She, uh, Her husband is sleeping in a separate bed now because she's restless at night and just keeps him up. He says his sleep is better than ever, but she's worried they'll lose intimacy in the marriage. Is that true or not? Uh, someone jumping on Facebook, I like this. Valerie saying, I want to do this. My husband is not crazy about the idea and pouts when I sleep in the other room. However, it is me who always caves and sleeps the way he would like to sleep. Sleep is very important, and as the one who is not getting the good sleep, you end up resenting the person because you lack sleep. I personally do not see anything wrong with sleeping in separate rooms so that both people have a good night's rest. Plus, he can come visit me whenever he wants in my room. <laughs> Wait a second, how do you arrange that? Whose room have what? Hmm. Whose room does who go to? I don't know. Interesting. Um... Lisa says, I think you have to be more understanding and there's reasons to sleep separately. However, that being said, you also need to try and find the best solution that works for both of you. A lot of suggestions are given. I'm sure if you try a few options, you'll come to some agreement. Sleeping in different rooms is not for everyone. It works for my marriage as my hubby has a CPAP machine and only home on weekends because he's a long-haul trucker. I just can't get used to it, and he understands. We've had our separate rooms for about 10 years now. Our relationship is strong. Best of luck. Don't give up. It doesn't look like... To me, it looks like... If you're sleeping separately because of a physical reason, it's actually, from everybody's take here, it's not a deal breaker. It's not a problem. It's not an indication of a failed marriage or a marriage on its way out. So, uh, but, you know, if you are sleeping in separate rooms for another reason, one that's, you know, emotional or the two of you aren't getting along, I think that that's going to be the big red flag. That will be, personally, if that happened in my relationship where it was like, we got in a fight and we don't sleep together and let, you know, 
We now sleep in separate rooms. That is a huge death knell, I think, for the relationship. But when it comes to actual physical reasons, a lack of sleep, I don't think you have to worry that much. And that's the takeaway from most people here on uh, on Facebook. And, and by the way, if you are still worried about it, and 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 because my big concern was those spontaneous intimate moments would be fewer, uh, fewer situations because you're just not lying next to each other um, on the nightly. A lot of people coming up with great suggestions. Two beds in one room is a really good suggestion, right? Um, maybe even a separate, like a king size that has separate mattresses. Um, I've always, since I was a kid, I've always wanted to have one of those reclining mattresses. The, uh, the what are they called? The something, I can't remember what they're called. You know which ones. The sleepomatics or whatever. The one where you're sitting up in bed like a 90-year-old. I've wanted that since, I swear, since I was like eight years old. <laughs> And those are always separate. So basically the takeaway here is if you have about three grand for a king size bed or separate queens, go ahead. You're going to be fine. (laughs) You can continue the conversation on our socials. And by the way, if you have an issue, always go to purecountry94.ca and let us know about it. Stay anonymous and we'll have some fun with it uh, every single Thursday. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. I hope you're ready for tonight. It's going to be amazing. Luke Bryan live in concert at RBC Blues Fest. I'm looking forward to the show. Uh, main stage. Sasha kicks it off tonight around 6 p.m. So this is uh, it's just a, such a fun festival atmosphere there. Um, I'm wondering what the crowd's going to look like in terms of size versus Luke Combs. I mean, Luke Combs, I don't know if you heard, was 30,000 people estimated. And the most beer sold maybe ever at RBC Blues Fest. <laughs> ah, I'm proud of our people. Aren't you proud of our people? It's just fantastic. Good for you. Uh, Luke Bryan should be a really fun one tonight. He fell down at his last concert. Don't worry. He's fine. He gets a little klutzy on stage. That, that hip shaking can get you in trouble. Anyway, I'm expecting um, a bit of a different crowd. Luke Combs was an extremely young crowd, right? Obviously, he's like the hottest thing in country. Him and Morgan Wallen are head-to-head to head all the time. Luke Bryan, more of an established... I mean, obviously, everyone from all ages likes Luke Bryan. But um, I expect the mom factor to be a little higher out there. It's going to be a fun one. We'll see. Uh, tonight could get a little crazy at RBC Blues Fest. If uh, you see people with uh, pure country shirts, drop by the tent. Take a picture with the lyrics, have some fun, uh, post it to socials. I'm going to hang around there for a little bit, too. Come say hi. Um, and let's have a party at RBC Booze Fest tonight with Luke Bryan. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. Details from Kelsey Ballerini and a new album is coming up. So is uh, TikTok's new feature. Those both coming up in three things. One, two, three. Jeff's three things. Thing one, Kelsey Ballerini has finally announced her new album. She's been posting cryptic teasers about that album constantly, and now she's come out with it. It's called Subject to Change. It'll be out September 23rd. She also shared a very new age piece of audio explaining how she came up with the title. (laughs) So there you go. You can always check that out. Thing two. TikTok is rolling out a feature designed to prevent underage users from seeing videos with mature themes. They're planning to do this with maturity scores, similar to what we're already familiar with on TV and movies, like rated R kind of things, sort of. We'll, We'll figure it out. TikTok will also introduce a tool to allow users to block certain topics from their feeds or your parents from doing it. Okay, so watch for that being rolled out soonish. And finally, thing three, you've probably heard someone say that they're a mosquito magnet, but is this really true? Do they prefer some people over others? We've heard stories about this over and over again about blood types and things like that, but experts say carbon dioxide is a giveaway that 
you're in the area. So everybody gives off carbon dioxide. However, apparently, mosquitoes also smell us, and some of us smell delicious. So if you're getting attacked by mosquitoes all the time, just remember, you're the most delicious in your crew. <laughs> There's always a positive side to it, and that was, that's what you need to know. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94. This weekend, Saturdays at 9, Sundays at 6, the iHeartRadio Pure Country Countdown with Sophie and Jeff. We count down the biggest songs of the week. Last week, it was John Party, and will he stay on top again? We'll have to find out. Kelsey Ballerini is our feature artist with the new announcement of her album, so we'll dive into that. Kane Brown has the cutest best friend ever. All kinds of fun little details being shared on the iHeartRadio Pure Country Countdown. Catch it Saturdays at 9, Sundays at 6, right here on Pure Country 94. Sophie and Jeff, the podcast. That's going to do it for Thursday for me anyway. Uh, I hope you have a fantastic time tonight at Blues Fest. If you're headed there, RBC Blues Fest presents Luke Bryan. We'll see you there tonight. I cannot wait for this show. I've never seen him live. This is going to be fantastic. Um, Drop by the uh, Pure Country tent, say hi, and come see me too. Why not? By the way, we learned today 25% of delivery drivers are hooking up in the truck while working. They've done this before. Um, That was the useless question. So think about that when you get your Amazon delivery next, I guess. <laughs> uh, today's uh, Therapy Thursday was all about sleeping separately. It, it looks like it's not an emergency for our emailer. If you have a problem, go to purecountry94.ca, share it anonymously there. Uh, we'll put it up in there and we'll share it anonymously and have some fun with it every single Thursday. Cannot wait for a Friday tomorrow. We'll do FML Friday and have all kinds of fun. We'll do a fun. We'll have a recap of how Luke Bryan was, and all of that coming up tomorrow. Wake up with Sophie and Jeff. Weekday mornings on Ottawa's Pure Country 94.